is another episode of the Backstage Sports Podcast. I'm Joe Connor. I'm JT Harker. And today we have a very super special guest, super talented musician, killer drummer. Uh, this guy, if you, I mean, you guys, most of the musician world has, has known him, has seen him uh, throughout the circuit. Um, he's now living in, you're a DC guy. Originally, living in ATL. But you yeah. live in ATL now. Yeah, uh, I'm Vern- outside of DC. I'm between DC and Baltimore. Okay, okay, okay. The well, yeah, DMV yeah. guy, you know, we lump them all in yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> Except Vernon, Baltimore. Except yeah. Baltimore. That's my oh, okay. Yeah, no, let me not offend anybody. Uh, <laughs> Vernon Strayhorn, thank you for joining the show, bro. Man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, uh, before we jump, before we get into it, because it's a lot to get into, uh, tell us a little bit about what's been going on with you right now. Um, obviously uh being a musician and living in this uh in the covid world and the pandemic world things is really different for everybody and everybody has like a new normal right so what's your what's your new normal looking like right now man just relying well before covid hit i was teaching at a music school Mm -hmm. so now instead of relying on you know gigging you know so much i'm kind of you know leaning towards teaching and you know investing more of my time and energy into that you know Trying to, you know, just build my, you know, clientele. Yeah. Uh, just delve into that a little bit more and perfect those skills. Yeah. And, you know, coming out with a, you know, better understanding of how to work with kids and how to work with students. Right. And, uh, you know, just building up another income stream. Just right. improving on that. Right. I miss, yeah, that- I miss playing. It's, for, Atlanta's wide open right now, though. Yeah, so, I, that's the we, other we thing. But the homie that we had on last week, I think, uh, was it, was he, he was in Texas at a strip club, but I thought, I said, when I seen, I saw here, he was on a story and in one of his stories, he was at a strip club. I'm like, where is he? Atlanta, and then somebody was like, he's either in, in Texas or Atlanta somewhere. Atlanta's wide open. So I've been starting a gig. I've been starting okay. a gig again, but oh, yeah, okay. everything, clubs are open, restaurants are open, bars are open. Damn. Is it, is it now the way it is in LA, we got like some stuff is open, but it's an outside thing only. Like you can only have your event outside or whatever. Is Atlanta like that or like just indoors, everything, no restrictions? Everything. Ain't, it's no restriction. Oh, wow. Yeah. So y'all going to be back to work in pretty soon. Can y'all, yeah. what about the venues? Like, can y'all, like if you wanted to hit a house of blues in Atlanta and do a show, like, is that? Well, is that? No, they're not doing that. Okay. No, so like just the small of, local spots. Yeah. Small okay. gigs that type stuff is wide open okay okay that's cool yeah man it's been weird like you know what i'm saying like it just you know there's been different phases of it right at first everybody's recording and everybody's in their house and then everybody's doing live streams from their house in different places yeah that got real quick i know (laughs) me me and jt did some weird shit where we did a a show on a rooftop to a hotel audience out of their balconies of their room so the the hotel was like so facing the roof that y'all was on. Yes, and yes. y'all was performing for the people that would. That's that's creative. It was cool though. That's it was creative. cool. Yeah, yeah. It was, was, was kind of cool. Was that your idea, JT, or how did they get about? No, how did they? No, no. To be honest, I thought it was an awful idea. Which <laughs> in some in some ways, it's a really bad idea because it's a lot. Like we didn't have to move. Usually, you got to right. move to the other side and then you also have to move well we have to move down to the uh, other because they wanted you to play to both sides of the yeah. hotel or whatever something like that. but they do have the budget for it so it's cool but no i thought it was a horrible idea it's turned out to be a good idea because i don't think it's making a ton of money for them right now but it's right. keeping them on the map they're saying yeah. wall yeah. 
and it's even got him in the newspaper and like people talking yeah. about it like these rooftop sessions or whatever they call it so it's it's pretty creative and cool yeah i've seen that's, the roof the rooftop it is it's cool it's a new idea i haven't seen a lot of people doing it i mean i've been seeing people do creative stuff um the other one was so that was like a concert series the other one they were doing a drive-in concert series um, in Anaheim, uh, the what's that Hawaiian group just did 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 a big one. I can't remember. Common Kings. Common Kings did one. Yeah, and it looked pretty dope. And uh, it was like a it was like you would go to a driving movie theater, but they doing like a concert series over there. So I've been seeing more and more of those things and stuff like that. So yeah, we actually got asked if uh, if we'd be down to do that. And I said yes, but never heard back from. Them. But there been there been some cool ones like that. Yeah, around. it would be yeah, weird I'm, playing. It would be weird playing at cars though. It would. It would. It would. <laughs> it's that one, and then another one that's pending in San Diego that they asked that asked me and Bless to do, it. and I'm like, I'm down. It's just you know, I'd rather play the cars than you know play to a, a TV screen or right, uh, right. one camera. Thanks. You know what I mean? Thanks. Like otherwise, the rock band that I'm in, we've been doing these 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 live stream concerts. We just did a ticketed one, which was really dope and really cool. We rocking out hard as hell in an empty warehouse to that, three cameras. We, matter of fact, I did a live stream gig like that too. It was in a, it was in like a rehearsal space, like a yeah. stage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and it, the stream it's weird. was cool. It it's was weird though. It's still know, weird. But it's like you play into an empty room. Right, you, right. You're not feeling nobody's energy. You right. just kind of, right. it's just like you in a rehearsal. Exactly. <laughs> and so imagine, you know, and it's even weirder depending on what music you play. So imagine you in a rock, you playing rock music, and you trying to bang your head to uh, yeah. your your girl your girlfriends and fiancés on the front row, right. your wife's on the front row, you know, and a couple salmon. Like it's weird, you know. But uh, no. hopefully we get out of this. America did a good thing this weekend, uh, so you know, hopefully. I'm telling you, so I think Biden's going to shut us down. I think he is too. That's what my fiance was so saying. Like he straight by summertime. Yeah, and I'm listen. We I got a wedding plan for July. I'm like just be good. just just let's be good. By the time we we get I'm telling there, you, soon as he takes that oath, he's shutting the city down. I the think whole he, down. I think he gonna have to because you got to look at some of these other places. Like, you know, uh, one of our friends is shooting a movie in uh, Australia right now. She's like, y'all, Australia is all the way open with no with no uh, cases. It's a no lot of cases. places like that. I know. Everybody's laughing at America. I know. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. So you got places like that was just one of the places that I remember because she was there. But I'm like, yo, we're lag. We're behind in this. We still in it with cases going up. Um, but I think that's I think that's what's gonna happen too. I think that um Joe might get in there and just do like a hardcore like seven yeah, day we'll, like what we should have done back in the spring. That part. Yep. But hopefully we can get out of this so, soon. So you guys think we need a full shut, like a full shutdown, like a real yeah. shutdown? I think we need, I think we need a real one so that we can get back to life. Otherwise, we're gonna. It's like when you get a cold and you stop taking your medicine before the cold is done. So you like passing little, you know, what I'm saying germs, to, right. and the 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 cold just keeps hopping people. You never yeah. get rid of the cold because you never just say, "I'm gonna stay in the house. I'm gonna take these pills until I'm done." And then I'm going to go back to my regular well, life. Well, and I now, think that that's what we keep doing to each other. Now, though, I don't know if you guys heard this. I only know this because I'm watching the stock market every day. They just announced, and it made a big deal with these stocks going up, that uh, they have a vaccine that's 90% effective. I did hear about that. So with that. I did hear about that. We, yeah. we might not have to do any shutdown because if they got I'm, a vaccine see, that's that. I'm, I'm not, I don't know about vaccines. But I'm, I'm oh, nervous I'm not, about that, too. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not, not taking it. Oh, I'm no. not going to take it. I'm yeah. not going to take it. But about half the population or more will. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Man. yeah I, 
The older I get, the more I'm like a little fishy when it comes to Western medicine. Me too. The older I get. Me too. It's like, oh no, you ain't about to, especially as new as COVID is, like, yeah. This needs to be out like no. ten years before I'm trusting the vaccine yeah. with COVID. That, that last that last vaccine they did for um, I'm not gonna remember what it was, but it was the last time we had a scare that uh-huh. obviously didn't turn into as big as COVID. They they approved a vaccine and it didn't end up actually getting fully approved for five years, which is usually about how long that it actually takes to really truly yeah, right. approve yeah, it. They're gonna right. speed it up right now for political reasons and because yeah. we're in an extreme situation, but no one should be putting that shit in no, their body. No. Nobody should be putting that shit in I'm, their I'm like, I don't wanna be no guinea pig, I'm cool. Somebody else uh, try it out. Y'all go ahead and try it out, yeah. let, it, let us know yeah, how it let, is. Let me know. And then, yeah, we'll rock with you later, but. They did. They said they were planning to have a vaccine by by the uh, by the end of the year. So long as we get to long as you know, long as we get to you know the spring and the summer. How about that? Long we get to July, I'm good. But I'm trying to I'm trying to be good by New Year. Like, can we have it? What's New Year's Eve gonna be like? Everybody just gonna be staring at a Zoom call. Like, hey, Atlanta is gonna be business. Well, I I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. That's the thing. Atlanta, Texas. It's gonna be business as usual down there. Yup. They don't give a fuck. They don't. They don't. Um, okay, so let's get into it. Yesterday, uh, it was a great week of, of football. Um, yes, it kept off by last night's game. Um, Cam uh, had a had a comeback situation versus the Jets on uh, on Monday Night Football. Um, to me, watching that comeback made me. I, I tweeted this out. If y'all didn't see it, I was basically like, Bill Belichick just just showed us uh how he orchestrated all of those brady comebacks right because that when watching it i was thinking like this is this is classic brady and bill you know what i'm saying like they get they get down they come back with a bunch of you know short plays and and you know picking people apart in spots and then they went on a 50-yard field goal it just looked like i was watching the old patriots except you you take out brady and you put in camp you know what i mean um yeah. So what what was y'all take on the Brady on the on the Cam comeback and the, and the you know the vibe is between my, Brady versus Cam my, and that type of My comeback. take was that it's the first time all season it looked like you could just take out Tom and put in Cam cuz they looked like shit they were on a four game That's losing true. streak and they had to come back against the Jets who at one point in Tom Brady's career cuz he's been playing for 100 years the Jets were actually pretty good yeah, right they, now they, the, they play pretty good They're the worst team in the league and you had to come back and yeah. to, to get the that's, that was my thing yeah yeah but that's the thing my... is the thing is the the situations are similar when brady was there because cam's not throwing to anybody right mm-hmm. uh he's there it's basically it's basically just cam in the system right yeah. and, and even worse even worse than when because at least brady they... had you know uh gronk and you know yep. a guy and they out of their, their, their defense this year too exactly everybody, everybody called in sick people called in sick people said i'm not coming in because of covid people are out because of injuries so it looks similar to me you know what i'm saying and even yeah. even some of the losses that cam had prior to this it was like little things that came up short like they haven't been getting yeah. blown out you know what i mean yep. yeah it was uh wasn't the seahawks it was bobby wagner yeah he stopped him yeah when he tried to uh cross the goal line and the, yep. um, who who else did they lose to? It was came down to Cam too. Yeah, it was. Uh, it they had a couple. They had a couple that I, I'll try. Was to it look the up. Bills? It was. They, they I lo- think it they was. They lost to the Broncos and almost came back to win that one. Yeah. And they lost to the Bills. The wow, Bills and the Seahawks ones are the ones they sh- they really could have won. Yeah. It's crazy seeing them get um. 
I think my Niners smoked them. It's crazy seeing them get beat by teams in their own division. That's I know. the crazy thing to me. I know, because it was such them. a bad division, and they, they ran through it forever. And they just ran through it forever. It's, it's really it's crazy. For, yeah. for me, though, it's like – and, Joe, you and I had so many conversations about this. It's like the is it Belichick or Brady conversation. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I really – I mean, I feel like it's both, obviously, because they're both great. Yeah. But I, I tend to lean a little more towards, yes, Belichick, I do think, is the greatest coach of all time. But even the greatest coach of all time, if you take away who, in my opinion, and I, I'm a Joe Montana guy because I grew up with Joe Montana, I still, even not being a Patriot fan, think that uh, Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. And when you take the greatest quarterback of all time out of the system, part of it is that Cam is new to the system. Part of it is, is that Cam, you know, and they've changed the system for him. Now, then they dealt with COVID. They dealt with injuries. But I just think you're going to see a difference. Whereas if you put Cam on that Bucks team, I, I think they'd be having success. Yeah. But I still don't think as much. I just think Brady's – I think he's the greatest. He, he, I think know. I think they would – I think the – I would argue – so you lean – you lean in, in this in this kind of uh, Bill versus Brady thing. You lean kind of towards uh, uh, Brady. I lean kind of towards Bill. And I think that in this situation, it's, it's – I think that if you swap them, it would be the same outcome, right? I think if you swap them right now – the the Patriots will still be three and five, and right. the the Bucks will still be six and and two. Because it comes because like just like last year, Brady didn't have anybody to throw to. Right, no. right, and it's worse but now. It, the the, the, the roster is the roster is worse now. You it's know what I mean? Yup. It. Yeah, but okay. but when it comes to Brady versus Belichick, I lean a little bit towards Brady mm-hmm. because at the end of the day. Brady has to throw the ball. He's the one who has to make true. the play. Yeah, yeah, true. that's a yeah, that's true. true. I, like, I was thinking about Belichick that earlier. Orchestrates it, but at the end of the day, he can't throw the ball for him. Right. right. That's true. That that's the thing is that in football, in my opinion, and I think most people are, are along the lines of this, is that in football, a coach is very, very, very important. It's the most. Because, I think it's he, the, in in know. any sport. I think the the yeah. coaching position is the is the most important in football. Yeah, and, and I think a big part of that is because – and sec, followed second very closely by the quarterback, right? Those are the yeah, two most important. Right. You don't have a quarterback, yeah. especially in this You don't game, have anything, you yeah. Do much. But, um, uh, but at the end of the day, that's exactly what I was going to say. When it comes to especially those, like, game-winning drives and, and crunch time, you, you, you got to make the – you got to have the ability to see the progression, and then you got to throw the ball. And there's a lot of really good quarterbacks, good quarterbacks, even bad quarterbacks who might see a certain amount of progressions, but they just aren't able to get the ball there. Um, but, you know. I think, I think for me, it's the system. Like, I, I believe in the system. Uh, if I had to give a percentage, it would be the system is 51%, and then Brady is 50%. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's close. But to me, watching – and then watching how, they, how the, that team ran when Brady was out, we didn't get to see a lot of it, but we saw enough to see when Brady was out, that system looked like the system when Jimmy was in there. The system looked yeah. like the system when, when uh, right. Jacoby Brissett was in there. The system right. looked like the, the system – I mean, he was just well, – and it was but, just but, like, but, oh, but okay. It, this but is they, the, they, they proved were it to off, me. They were pulling off wins, but it wasn't quite the same. And the tricky thing is, but that's what I mean. Like he can win. He can with win. That, but like, once guys start, and that's what I think just happened with Cam, because we know he has the ability. Yeah. But all of a sudden, team, now teams have seen you for three, four weeks. Now they're figuring out what you're doing with that system, and that's what we that's what we see. Whereas with Brady, the system was was always evolving. Even the even with bad talent, they were I mean, when, they were winning Super Bowls. 
Yeah. With basically the same. T- they won one or two with basically the same talent they have right now. Maybe not. Not. They- not, as, not. Oh no, but not as bad. They. They kind of bad now. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they figured out the that, system. I just think they don't have anybody, and they have a quarterback that, who's who's only been in the system for six games, like you know, that, or that eight last, games or whatever. You know, and that's for sure a part of it. But that last Super Bowl, we were saying the same thing. Like, how are they winning with no talent? Like, how are they? How are that they to me is the system. You know what I'm saying? That that to me proves it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like you know, as great as Brady is, it's not like he was you know Lamar Jackson last year, where he was yeah. literally single handedly winning the Ravens games by himself. You know what I mean? But yeah, like it's like you said, it's the system and coaching and just putting them putting your players in the best in a, position. Yeah, to yeah. be successful, man. Yeah. Speaking right. of Brady, uh, Brady, that Saints versus uh, versus the Bucks game did not turn out how we wanted it to turn out. Man, uh, Brady got I waxed. Wanted, I wanted a nail biter, and and it waxed. it was a nail biter in the wrong direction. Like it was like it was <laughs> oh, not good. You hear, I'll tell you about a nail biter involving that game. What? Blue House of Pine, oh, who was riding oh, the last place spot, was playing me this week. Yeah. And I was nervous because I had some guys that did not perform the way they were supposed to. Yeah, you got Zeke on, on your team, bench. Well, I, I benched him. Oh, I, I oh, sat okay. Zeke. I sat okay. Zeke. But I played hasty for my Niners, who scored three points. But wow. anyway, so I, I'm feeling good, though, because Michael Thomas is just coming back. I'm like, they're probably not going to feed him a ton. Yeah. And then, the, and then he had Leonard Fournette. So okay. we're, going in, we're going into the fourth quarter, right? And even the third quarter, they're down by 30. So I'm like, yeah. the Saints aren't going to be feeding Thomas. They're up by 30. Right. And the Bucks are down by 30. So they're not going to be feeding Fournette. Right. So I feel pretty good. Right. I feel pretty good. Thomas gets to 10 points. I'm like, all right, I'm good. And then I'm up by like four points. I don't know what happened because I stopped watching the game. Fournette must have caught a pass, had a big run. He beat me by 1.23 points. Wow, for his first win. <laughs> he was he was 1.23 points. So this is the fantasy league if you guys don't know which which uh next year we're going to open it up for listeners to hop in. Um but yeah, Lou 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 Pine was uh struggling. He was 0 in 9. So he, like he was 0, 0 and 8 cuz that was this was week 9. So he was 0 and 8. So he, but he didn't have a, I, I kept telling him like, you don't have a bad team. Like I was looking at his roster. Like he had Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas came back this week and balled out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so he had, he had guys that just was, you know, it's been a weird year, you know, a with lo- injuries yeah. a and lot COVID. Of, and- a lot of it's luck. Cause like four of my weeks, I would have beat every team in the league except one or two teams. And I'm like, yeah, fuck? I'm in fifth place. And I have the uh, highest points in the highest point total in the league. It's just getting that I'm just, luck of the I'm draw. just getting bad luck, like, just terrible. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hugh Jaboner is in first or second place. And I'm going I'm to get that W. I got Christian McCaffrey back. I'm going to get that W uh, this week against him. Don't make me miss it. I, I set out fantasy this year. Oh, you got to be in it. You got to hop in, hop in the podcast league next year. We got to get you I fucking hate fantasy football, and I'm never playing again until next season. Until next season. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. Uh, so what happened? Brady got uh, waxed. Why he did Brady wax? What, what, I don't I, understand. I, I'm thinking it's just it's football is any given Sunday game, man. Yeah. I don't think we'll see. I, we're not gonna see that if they meet again in the playoffs. We're not gonna see. That. I I hope not. I mean, you know, I wanted the Saints to win because the Saints were my pick to win the division, right? So I I was obviously rooting for the Saints. I didn't think it was gonna be a forty piece, uh, uh, you know, put up on on the uh, on the Bucks. Um, but no, I, I think the Bucks were actually favored in Vegas. They yeah, were. I they think they were, they were favored. 
That yeah. was crazy. I think they were but favored. It seems like they, they gave Brady a lot of trouble, obviously. But um, I saw the score, and I was like, oh, wow. It was like at 21-0, and I was like, oh, this is bad. And that was in the first half. Yeah, it was first half. And, it, yeah, they just had they had them figured out that game. If they meet again, which they're both in playoff contention, obviously, and, yeah. and with the way the NFC is looking now, they might both be in the top four for Super Bowl favorites because – the Niners, the Rams, I wouldn't put the Cardinals quite up there. The Seahawks, for sure, yes, although they just got beat, too. There's not a lot of teams that look – the Packers don't look like le- they're legit anymore. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they, they, they're they going to be open. in it. They're going to be – yeah, it is open. They're going to be in it's it. It's but... open. And, man, the Steelers and the Chiefs. A lot of teams came back to the pack, including the Seahawks, who everybody kind of thought – the Seahawks, to me, aren't going to win anything with that defense. Like, they're Bad. just – they're fool's gold to me. Um, yeah. like, but, Russell, it, but, but people were jumping on the bandwagon cause it has been getting much better. It just, but, I don't believe in them. Like, I just don't think that, I, I don't think that that defense is going to do it. And I, and the saints were making me nervous too, because, you know, I, I just don't, you know, teams that you got to, you're winning every game 37 to 35 to right. me is you're not a super bowl that, team. That's the thing though. In the NFC, I don't buy anybody for those same yeah, reasons. Like, like right. who comes at, who comes out of the pack, the bucks, have an old quarterback who's still playing at a high enough level. The defense has been good, but what the yeah. hell happened? What the hell happened on Sunday night? Right. You know what I mean? Because right. I was, uh, you know, I picked the the Bucks to win the division, make the playoffs. They, I didn't think they were a Super Bowl contender, but then I was like, well, yeah, they are. Partly because they're good, and yeah. two, because they're the only team out of the top four in the NFC that plays any defense. Yeah. But now it's like, man, who who knows? The NFC's- yeah, it's the- I, what I didn't know, I, they ran. They said they ran the ball four times on Sunday. That's the times. other thing. Like, I don't, I don't get it. When you have Rojo, who was playing, because I had, fan- oh, he's going, been balling. Going back to fantasy, I had him until until Leonard Fournette came back and he and he sunk his value. So now you know they don't, get, but they don't run the ball. Even now, even even having Rojo and Leonard Fournette there, Yo, they're not running they, the ball, it was, which doesn't make sense to me. Five times. I don't the get whole it. Game. I don't get it. I just, but I, it doesn't I, make sense to me. But they, they were. I think it's because they got down so fast. Well, that part they, too. They abandoned the run game because when you're down. I mean, if you're down fourteen, <laughs> like yeah. when you get down that fast, you can't really establish. You're down twenty-one zip in the second quarter. But the thing is, you still because t- Tom Brady is your quarterback. If you can't just say abandon the run, because all they're gonna do is pin their ears back and just yeah. blitz you the whole game. Yeah. They know Brady is gonna throw and he can't go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this yeah. is the other thing that I said that we talked about a, a couple weeks ago with Brady not being able to hit that long ball like like Jameis could. That I, th- I said that's the thing that that's gonna that I see that's gonna hurt them because now you have. And going back to fantasy again, when you have the – Mike Evans was the deep threat for them. Mike Evans was arguably one of the top two, three wide receivers in the league last year. He's nowhere near that this year. And if you have him in fantasy, you know that. And he's not – it's because they're not getting the long play. So even when they were getting yardage, it was short yardage. It was dink and dunk stuff. Um, and I feel like that's going to come back to hurt them, especially even if it's just chemistry-wise. Because I know if you're Mike Evans, you got to be pissed that you was airing people out all last season, and now you're not getting any. You're not getting any looks. Yeah, well, down who's, the who's the guy who uh, covers him on the Saints? Lattimore. Lattimore always be. He, he, he had be him clamped. Yeah. He had him clamped. He, he's he was hitting the long ball earlier in the year though, but the problem with him is because he can't get stuff done with his legs. That lines had problems all year. Yeah, he don't and, have. And he, yeah, and he does. He he's not going to give you extra time. So yeah. if you're going to get to him. That's how you're going to beat him. And that's how they beat him. 
They, yeah. they, and that's always been the thing with Brady, even when he was younger, because he still painfully ran when he was a, when he was a younger guy. Yeah. If you're getting to him, he can't really beat you because now he can't he can't get around. He can't really move out of the pocket too well. Yeah. And you're they're not gonna win like that. They're yeah. They're not gonna win like that. Yeah. I, I just feel like now you have he has all the weapons. You got Antonio Brown back. You got Gronk. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin back. Um, but Chris Godwin can Chris can stretch the field. So can Mike can stretch the field. Antonio can stretch the field. And you should be bombing it bombing these these teams away you know what i mean and i feel like that's gonna come back to hurt them but i mean you know because of the talent you can't write them off but they're also not using it you have two of the talented one of the most talented backfields in the nfl that you're not even utilizing so it's 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 some of bruce arians too and then bruce arians came bruce arians came out and said mike evans was open he just wasn't getting the looks you know, yeah, that's so, like the second time he threw Brady. That's the, the second time he threw some shade at Brady, and it's like, all right, y'all, it's it's gonna get real dicey here if they keep, you know, if, if it keep happening because Brady is not used to that. Um, so that's gonna be interesting. The other uh cool situation was Tua versus Kyler, um, which we 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 actually talked about a Tua versus Kyler just as a head to head thing a couple weeks ago, but then you you know they played each other, um, and Tua got the win. Tua hasn't been playing great. Uh, you know, like just in a vacuum, um, but his they're winning, so you he know, pretty, he played well this last game, yeah. I mean, it was cool, right, you right, know, right, directly he, after he I looked, dro- he looks promising, he directly, looks promising though. directly after I dropped him from my fantasy team. <laughs> well, I think that was a smart idea to drop him because I don't, I don't see, I just don't see him like putting up meaningful points. It's, I mean, depending on who you have, but. I don't see him putting up meaningful did, points. Did you read why? Because we speculated on this last week or the week before. Did you did you read why or, or hear why they ended up deciding to start him? No. What did they say? Because they want to know if they need to go back in the draft for another quarterback. Uh, Especially because wow. that kid from Clemson's coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Trevor. Yeah. 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 I, I call, I call uh, him Sunshine. <laughs> why do you Why do you call him Sunshine? Because like the yeah. long hair guy from remember, remember the Titans. Titans. Oh, 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 yeah. Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. Sunshine. <laughs> yeah uh but the thing here's the thing about trevor too and i was thinking about this um because we're gonna talk about the cowboys um if you're the, if you're the cowboys do you also join the tanking for trevor trevor train like do you just say you know what oh so you, you moving past I mean, that listen listen joe they don't want to pay him right they don't they don't have a choice they're tanking whether they like it or not <laughs> like, nah, they're trying they're trying not to, and it's but not it's, working. But here's the thing. I'm saying, like, they're bringing – you know, the guy – the guy, Gilbert, I think, started on Sunday, right? So, the thing is, Andy – it's not Good like job, Andy – It's not like <laughs> – it's not like Andy Dalton was injured, so he's coming back, right? So, do you bring him back and start him and try to – in the NFC East, it's – they lost, but they're still no. only one game back, right? So, you still can <laughs> – technically, you can still make the playoffs. You, but, you, you tank, you let your coaching staff know, hey – your guys aren't going anywhere, but we're gonna, we're all so you, gonna sit so you the don't, rest of this season out. So you sit, you would sit Andy Dalton, and then put Gilbert in or put one of those other guys in, and just legit tank for Trevor. I mean, I or do would. You, I would? I, yeah, I don't, I don't wish the NFC East on anybody, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's wish. Listen, and my Eagles are are safely tucked in first place. And, they, uh, they'll, they'll win it. They'll win the. They'll win the East. But it's I like I feel good about it. It's so bad how bad everybody is. It's I know, just, I know. Hey man, the the Seahawks. Uh, 
went under 500 that one season and then they beat did. The, and then beat somebody in the first round in the wild card game or not i don't think it was a wild card game because they got in winning the division that's when the nfc west was bad yeah and, and then they won a playoff game so who knows who knows? That's what I just want to get in, and I know uh, this year winning the division is the only way we're going to get in. Yeah, uh, so once, once you in, it's one game at a time. Yeah, and, and so, so it, the only problem is I'm kind of done with Carson Wentz, and I, and I feel like he I no got, longer, he got I about know. one more so game. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's, that's the feel from Philly right now. Philly's done with him? Man, I, I, think, I think people are just tired of seeing him make piss-poor decisions every week and, 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 and cost us games that – that we could have won and handily won. Because right now, the the Eagles are three and four, but we could easily be five and, five and four. We could easily yeah. be, you know what I mean, right now? Carson um, Wentz doesn't look like a starting quarterback. Yeah, he doesn't. He's just making bad decisions. And even, even with all the injuries and things that we had, because we are a super banged up team, and we're getting some guys back. Uh, we might get Alshon back. We're going to get Jalen Rager back. But Deshaun Jackson went out. Um, so even with all the injuries, we've been in games where he just made terrible decisions and we lost games because of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and meanwhile, there's guys like the Rams have Jared Goff. He's not very good. He gets exposed every other week. Yeah. The Niners have been, the Niners are a mess. They're going to go. It sounds like they're going away from Garoppolo. He's not their yeah, guy. Yeah. Is Garoppolo done for the year? He's done for at least a, a, a like good he was, play, he was placed on IR, isn't he? He's on IR. Yeah. George Kittle's done for the year. Garoppolo is pretty much done, but it sounds like even if he's healthy, he's done. They, they want to try out Nick Mullins and then see what else they're wow. going to do. Yeah. But, 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 my, but yeah. my point is, at least they're, they're, they're in playoff contention. You know, I mean, you've got are. all sorts of guys who backup quarterback, uh, third-string quarterback, but some, some because of the coaching, they're yeah. able to, to kind of win games, and, and Wentz just isn't getting it. He's not – you got to at some point be able to win a football game or two for your team. Yes. Because it's not always going to be perfect. Injuries are going to happen. You yeah. need him to find a way for a couple, just yeah. a couple. And, and he's just but, not doing it. And the problem is the biggest issue, I think, that my biggest issue with Wentz is that you got to just stop shooting yourself in the foot for me. Like, that's all. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we lose because we're, we're, we're undermanned or we aren't as talented as the other team, all right, I'm, I'm going to be mad, but I'm, I can take it. But half of a lot, the majority of our losses have come from us just shooting ourselves in the foot mainly because of Carson, like just doing dumb he's shit. He's doing the same thing. Same thing with Garoppolo where it's like, okay, now you're actually losing us games. Now yes. you're actually making mental errors. Yes. And that's what we can't have because you're supposed to at the very least be a game manager. Just please. Yeah. Yes. You'll be able to roll your team to the win. Exactly. Just don't turn the ball over and throw stupid interceptions, hold the ball too long. Like, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just been ridiculous with him. We've been in games, but and then every week you go in, you're nervous. Like, who, who, who gonna show up today? Like, we play the Giants this weekend, it should be a win. We should just be able to check that off, but it's not. So, it's I want to be nervous. It's not who knows if we're gonna win that game or not. Like, it's, it's not at all. Um, so we'll see. The NFC East is still a toss up, the NFC as a whole is still a toss up. So, it's gonna be uh interesting. It's gonna go down to the wire, I guess. Um, okay, so good news with the NBA, the NBA has finally. Uh, come to an agreement with the players on when they are going to start. It's definitely, they definitely, they approved the start date for uh, December 22nd. Um, but then they also approved the draft and free agency. So everything is going to happen at warp speed. So here's the dates. It's November 18th 
confirmed for the NBA draft. Uh, two days later, November 20th, is when free agency is supposed to start at 6 p.m. Start, and I say start in air quotes as if people haven't been making free agent deals and backdoor deals and all of this stuff for free agency for since forever. Um, so most of that stuff is probably already done. But the, the free agency is supposed to start officially 6 p.m. on November 20th. Uh, November 22nd, free agent, si free agent signings can begin at 12.01 p.m. Uh, December 1st, training camp is supposed to be is supposed to open. December 22nd is opening night. Um, and then, you know, we expect the, the, the big players to be playing and, and be active by December 25th when they do the Christmas Day games. Um, how do y'all feel about this, like, super fast start, this, like, this, this, this speed, this, the speed – you know, dial way to, to start the season. Like how, what do y'all think about it? And, and, and do y'all think, do you think that, do you think that it's that these teams that didn't make the bubble have an advantage? That's the real question, right? Because what they're saying is that the teams that made the bubble have had, uh, have had almost six months off teams that didn't make the bubble. Um, and then teams that made the bubble are, is going to be roughly around two months um, and maybe and, and obviously less for the final teams. Um, how do y'all think it's going to affect the play moving forward and everything like that? I mean, I think they have a mental advantage because they won't be as exhausted as guys that had to go to the bubble and and deal with with a lot of that nonsense, especially the teams that made it to the finals and deep in the playoffs. Yeah, but. I mean, physically, they're not going to have an advantage because they obviously suck because they weren't in the bubble. <laughs> that was my – this you was my point. Bubble, you were trash. This, is, this was my point. Like, I, people were saying that, you know, it wasn't fair. And I'm like, yo, do we all realize that, like, the teams that didn't make the bubble, they invited everybody to the bubble, even teams that was on the fringe, that you had yeah, – six games back is a lot, bro. That's what the I'm Wizards saying. The like, made it to the bubble. So, so if, you, if you didn't make the bubble, it's because you were trash? And so I'm. I don't like. I don't see them having an advantage because most of the teams that didn't like this is. A, let's give. Let's give the list of teams that didn't make the bubble: the Bulls, the uh, the Hawks, the Warriors, the Knicks, the Timberwolves, the Hornets, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Detroit Pistons. Outside of the Warriors, nobody else matters. Everybody can really stay home for right. the 2021 yeah. season. To me, like it's right. yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I, I do. I do think the the. Um... The Cavs and the Hawks are going to be surprisingly good. But regardless, like, when it comes to an advantage, the, I was going to say the Warriors, too, because I thought of it right before you said that. The Warriors are a championship-level team, probably, in my opinion, a top-four team in the West right out the gate. They're obviously going to either draft someone really good or they're going to move the pick for somebody pretty good, hopefully. Or, you know, you know who I'm hoping for, Joe. But um, Yeah. Giannis. But, no, it's not uh, happening. Don't say that. How no. do you? It's not happening. But nah. they, to me, mentally, physically, they have an advantage because they've literally been rested. I mean, Clay Thompson's been off since last year's finals. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm scared and, to see the Warriors this year. And you, you know what? I, I, I'm not. Like, they I don't I, really have a bench. They don't really have a bench. But that's oh, you're scared. Line. You're scared. You're scared the other way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But but you know what though, Pascal who was like the surprise rookie last year who I watched recently. I'm like, he's really good. So even if with their team now, he'd be coming off the bench. Yeah. I think, or Wiggins is coming off the bench. So to me, I feel better because at least we have some quality bench guys. Cause I don't think Wiggins is a starter. I think he's a quality sixth, yeah. seventh man. 
But they have. Some but he's gonna to start, up. isn't he? Isn't Wiggins gonna start? I think he would start. Projected, he would start. Which it's fine. right now I mean, to start you know, the season as their fifth starter. Like it's not a big deal. And then Pascal come off the bench. I don't mind that. Yeah. But because uh, I think Draymond and Pascal kind of are the same, similar player. Yeah. But um, yeah. The the bench they got to shore that up. And I'm hoping they move the pick and some other picks and maybe some other pieces and go get a quality either all-star level or at least quality starters and bench guys. Cause they're two bit, they're two bench guys away from, from being a real, it, it's, it's really going to depend Their their um, front office really has work to do for me, for me to be like, like Vernon said, like nervous, right? Like I, not, they don't scare me because I don't see them, uh, taking any of the top teams and like so you talk about the top let's look at the top four from last year the lakers the clippers denver uh and houston right i don't i don't think i don't see them like beating any of those teams and then even if you, you, you don't go, see them being denver or houston no oh i think i think no, not right no, now people while, people so forget so fast Bro, people and people being Joe Connor, they forget so Bro, fast. Okay, I didn't. No, he's also he's also I, a Warriors hater. I'm not. The, I, there's You're nothing to hate. Hater. The thing is, there's, hate him. There's. Hate let's him. look at. So let's look at their. Let's look at the Warriors roster right now. Right. The that's why I say it. I think they have. I think they have to. You know. I think they have work to do. Like it's not that. It's okay. not that I don't think they could get there. But I just feel like right now they're not a they're not a threat, right? They're there's they're you got you. Stefan, Draymond, and Clay, obviously. Um, and then you're starting Andrew Wiggins and you, dude, Kavon you throw, Looney. You, how do you Listen say Steph, Draymond and Clay so casually? Like because, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Because I'm Draymond like, is not what he used to be. I think people people But now he, he's coming off he's not. barely playing. But wait, 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 wait. When you So say it's really those, just Stefan Clay. But the two of the greatest shooting guards, but guards Dray, of all time. Look who Dre was playing with this year. Of course, he's not going to look the same. But no, but, I mean, but that's ahead. what I that's what I'm saying. There are three all stars. Draymond may not be an all star ever again, but he's a very good a glue guy at the very least. And mm-hmm. all the talk is, if he can get his jump shot back, he'll be what he was before. Fine, Steph. We know what Steph and Clay bring to the table. At least I do. I don't feel like you do. But then Andrew. <laughs> You throw so much shade at poor Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> he's poor Andrew, Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins is hold weak, bro. Oh, like, hold on a second. How he's dare you? Over, he's, Just he's, because Andrew Wiggins didn't decide that he was going to be picked number one or one or two overall, they picked him number one or two overall. So the expectations are so high that he's got to go and be a LeBron or be a be a Kevin Durant. I never it's thought okay. he was going to be up there. I didn't either. But it's oh, oh. perfectly okay for me. That Andrew Wiggins is just a quality starter, but you talk about him like he he shouldn't even be in the league. No, that's, <laughs> it's just offensive. That's not true. That's true. <laughs> it is true. That's not true. Every time you mention Andrew Wiggins, it's like he's we're talking weak. about he's a junior varsity player that somehow got a job <laughs> because he's so because because he's such a disappointment. Like as a human being, no, not as a human being, but like <laughs> not, not just but not like. <laughs> Not like as a human being, but like, oh. but like he's such a he's so he's such an under he's such a huge underachiever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to me, all he's done is underachieve. Like his whole career, like he's just no, underachieved. But, and so I but. think that I think that I mean we talk about the guys who we feel as like a human being. He, he just we talk about the guys who we feel like 
have the talent but don't have the motor. We mm-hmm. talked about it last week and, 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 and sparingly throughout the, the a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. And he's like a number one on that list for me of guys who like have the talent but don't have the motor. So like sometimes he plays these spurts where you're like, oh, I can see why somebody picked him number one. Or I can right. see why, you know, he would start. And then sometimes you're like, this guy should be on the bench. He should be coming off the bench. Like, you know what I mean? And so for me, he just, he's, he's not worth the trouble for me. You know what I mean? And so when I look at their roster, I go, okay, they have work to do because their roster as a whole, it's no disrespect to Clay and, and, uh, and Steph, but Clay and Steph can't, can't beat a team in a seven game series by themselves. Right. They need their roster. They don't have the roster that they had when they were running through the league. No, Those guys sure. aren't there sure. anymore, right? Oh, so, we're, so, yeah. so we're we're talking but, about so we're talking about that roster, and this it's the roster that had you know all of these other like the, the deepest bench ever, right? They, no. That's not there no, anymore, no. right? And then no. I look at I look at the standings, if, and I if go, they were Utah, I like Utah over them. I like Dallas over them. I like Portland over them. I like Denver. How dare over you, them. Dallas? How dare you, Joe bro? Con. Dallas is legit. It, they're good, but they're not. But this is the thing. And to what you just said, I agree with you. Because if the Warriors had the team they used to have, they'd beat your mediocre ass Lakers and the shitty Whoa. wannabe Clippers. All, no def- problem. Only address no problem. Only address the Lakers as NBA champion Lakers. The that's, NBA that's mediocre you, ass champion the, Lakers. The NBA champion Lakers. The NBA champion mediocre. The reigning Lakers. NBA champion Lakers. Okay. Oh man, he's a Braun hater. Did that warrior? Yes, squad. yes. No, no, I'm not a Braun hater. I'm not the a Braun. The, oh, the, the reigning a, NBA that's not champion a great Lakers. Champ- no, no, no. That's uh, LeBron's incredible. That's not an an amazing team though. It's a good enough team to get it done. It's not. Team. It's not. We just got the goat. You got the second greatest player of all. We got the goat, and nobody else has the goat. And we he's have the AD. second greatest player. They just need to get rid of Danny Green. Oh yeah, I'm they, done with Danny Green. He so, out of here. I'm telling you, they need to get Bradley Bill for my Wizards. And for, for, yeah. for Danny Green or and or Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. So so you took us in this. Let's talk about free agency is coming up. Before and, you address this, can I say something real quick? Can I can I can I bring up and I have to back him up? He's not my guy, but he does play for my team, right? Cool. Andrew Wiggins, poor, poor little Andrew Wiggins, who you just <laughs> trash on a regular basis. I don't, I don't trash. Has I career career stats, not just last season, career stats of 19.7 points four and a half rebounds and 2.3 assists shooting 44% from the field. What's, in garbage time. It's just, you stop empty, it right empty now. Calories, most, people, <laughs> most of his numbers, he's played in blowouts. And, most and, people <laughs> would consider that a really sp- above solid starter. I'm and you're good. just trashing 19 points a game. Like it's nothing. Give me Danny green. I, I can't, God, I, I, no, I don't want, I do not want that guy. Give me Danny dare. green. Give me I'm Danny just, green. I'm but, disgusted. The, but, Free agency is coming up, and we've been hearing these rumors leak out about who people are going for. So starting with the Lakers, we've heard that it's just come out recently that the Lakers are going after Serge Ibaka and, and free agency. I don't or, – or in a trade. I don't think he's a free a agent. championship-level starter. I don't like – I don't get it, and I, I don't like it. I don't know why. Work, no, they need a shooter. They need yeah, a shooter. like Bradley. When I heard Bradley Bill, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Let's maybe do that. They're, maybe Danny they're just, Green and Kyle Kuzma were stinking it up. Yes, yes. Maybe they're fucking annoyed with Dwight Howard. They just want to ship him out because he's no, fucking I'm down. No, they they maybe. love Dwight. They love Dwight. They need, I would they be, need they Dwight. They need too. Dwight. They but need you, Dwight coming off the got, bench. If you got a Baca, you kind of don't need him. Anthony can shoot. Ibaka can shoot. 
You right. Uh, you make that's a, yeah. I'm not, okay. He, he's been. I don't watch a lot of Ibaka. You're right. To the point that when I watched him in the last couple of years, I'm like, oh, when did he get a jump shot? He's actually pretty good. He's uh, yeah. You're right. He's, he's, just, he's, uh, he's just going. He's just going to take up more money than Dwight. Yeah, yeah. that too. Because Dwight is only making that's like a million dollars or something yeah. like that. Like yeah, you know, maybe true. three or four. But, but yeah, that, that, that's a weird – I'm surprised. But the only thing I can think of is that he could stretch the floor better than Dwight because Dwight doesn't shoot. True. True. He could. He's, he's definitely more talented than Dwight. But I think Dwight's um, coming off the bench and his value um, for what he's paid, I think, is, like, great. I mean, it's just like yeah, it is. you got him for nothing, and he was a huge part in your playoff run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah. even, even when he wasn't playing – it was, it was, you know, his, his maturity was valuable because he wasn't, he sat out a, an entire series because the matchup just wasn't in our yeah. favor and he didn't pout. He didn't fuck up the locker room. It was just, you know, that's valuable too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm, be- Go ahead. I'm so like, I'm not, I'm so, once, when I heard Bradley Bill, that's what I was like. That's the perfect one. That's, that's the perfect move, one. That's because yeah. it's like LeBron's getting old. When he going up against Clippers and that just the Wild West, and he needs them rest to get yes. off the floor, Bradley it's can hard. run the floor with AD. Mm-hmm. Like it's perfect. All three of them on the floor at the same time. It's Bradley perfect. Bradley on the floor running by himself with Rondo. Like, and you can't keep LeBron. LeBron is is as much as an Iron Man as he is. You can't keep putting more minutes on LeBron. That's like, he, he's only getting older. Like the and guy. You need the guy just need perimeter shooting, consistent yeah. perimeter shooting. Exactly. And that's what that's where Rondo came in so key in this in this playoff run because like I said, the the worst the, the Lakers always look worse throughout the season when LeBron goes to the bench and uh, everybody's running around like chickens without their head cut off. And then Rondo came in and really like like actually put some organization to the offense when LeBron wasn't on the floor. So now if you have Rondo and they, they say the Clippers are going after Rondo, but I don't I don't see him doing that. But you don't, you don't- I don't see Rondo leaving. I'm, I don't like. You don't think he wants to play for Doc again? Oh, Doc's gone. No, My bad. Doc is Doc's gone. Doc is gone. Doc is gone. But I think um, I don't think Rondo. I don't think Ron unless unless they just offer him a fat check, which would be dumb of them. Like it wouldn't be smart because I mean, because he's a he's a bench player. Like you know what I mean? Like he's a and on a championship team, Rondo is exactly who he was in the playoffs. If if the Clippers want to go and and make Rondo a starter and pay him big butts. Have at it, and 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 that's that that is gonna say more about your team. If Rondo is your starter, who's forty and is really only clutch and and playing role minute moments, you're screwed. So, if they want to do that, go ahead. But I don't see him. I don't see them doing that in a capacity where he had it. He had because then why would he leave? So he would only. What, leave what do you think the Clippers got to do to like go over the top? Because I think the Lakers got to get better. Like the Lakers. Uh, yeah, the, I was happy when the Lakers didn't have to play the Clippers. I, I I thought I, I I thought we was gonna beat the Clippers. Um, I, I did it. I, I did. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a LeBron fan to the death of me, but yeah. I did not think they were gonna beat the Clippers. I I, I did because it, beca- it would have been more interesting matchup wise for sure. I that but, maybe, but I I always thought that we looked at the Clippers pieces and overrated them because the game isn't played on paper, and they that they the proof was in the pudding. Like that, that they showed us that the game isn't played on paper. Everybody had them picked to win the chip. You know what I'm saying? And I think that the Lakers got to get better, but because everybody's getting better, right? Because that's what I was saying about the Warriors, where like the Nuggets are going to get better, Utah is going to get better, Dallas. They said that da- the, the other thing is Dallas is targeting Victor Oladipo, Drew Holiday, and Spencer Dinwiddie. 
I didn't say Victor or Drew or Spencer. They're they trying they're trying to get all three of them, right? Well, that's, that's what Mark Cuban does. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree though. I, they need to get better because the Clippers aren't going to get worse. That's one yeah. thing. So there's only one way to you know there's only one way to go. They were they were really good and then mediocre in the playoffs. They were one you know, one game away from making it to the Western Conference Finals, but they definitely were not playing like they This, this was their year for the Clippers to do it, though. I, don't, yeah. I think they're done. I do, too. I don't think they're it. Yeah, but, they got, they got moves to make. The Nugget, and we already talked about this a million times, Joe, but the Nuggets are a big problem because they did right. that without, without Bull Bull even showing anything that he could do. And when Michael Porter Jr. just having flashes being a 20-year-old. And now he's healthy. He so now he's coming now back he's healthy. healthy. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was saying. With the, it wasn't anything against the Warriors. It was just that – the West is getting better. The top tier in the West is getting better. And they are going to have to make moves just like I, that's how I feel about the Clippers. The Clippers are going to have to make bigger moves than Rondo. Rondo is not the key to the Clippers, uh, you know, championship issues. It's not, Raja, a 40-year-old role player point guard. It's not. And I don't know why everybody was making such a huge deal of it. Even Skip Ooh, Bayless is like, did, I can't wait till we get Rondo. I'm like, what you, the hell is Rondo going to do for do you? you think like, the, do you think the Warriors minus a big, big superstar move are even in the playoffs? Yes. I think they have. I just want to see. I think the Warriors as currently constructed is not a threat. I said, I, I, I think they just, they need to, I need to see what moves they make. No, no, I, know, I say right I'm now right, today, I don't think right, they're, right, I don't right see now, what. Right now they add a couple veterans, like no, no, nothing big changes. I guess that means they also just go into the draft and draft the young kid, you know, which may or may not make that big of an impact. No. What do you think? They they the, se they, seventh seed? Eighth no, seed? No, I see. I would, I would put them at – I would have them replacing uh, uh, the Thunder, right? So the Thunder the Thunder are kind of like doing some weird tanking type thing. I'm not sure what, what's going on with them. They're, they're seemingly going to trade Chris Paul or, or something like that we've been hearing. So if they do that thing, they go full throttle tank mode. Uh, the, that I can see the Warriors being in that fifth seed where the Thunder were, or or so you fifth. know what I'm saying? So fifth, so somewhere so fifth or sixth, behind, somewhere behind around the here. LA teams, the Nuggets, and Utah, Dallas. Utah? I mean, I can see, wash your mouth I can out see with soap. Utah's legit, bro. Utah. Well, you put good. Utah up that high? No, 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 no. Utah. Utah is six right now. Oh that's yeah, you had you had you had uh, you had Houston, Houston above the word. So, well, that's they're in fourth place. Like that's how they finish, right? They finished fourth, right? And so I could see either from four, four to six, I can see that being Portland or Utah uh, or Dallas, you know, somewhere in there. And I can see the Warriors being in that 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 four to six range, and 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 that's as currently constructed. I don't see them unless they make a move where they bring in a Bradley, Bradley Bill or they they made they might they were talking about trading the pick, right? They, maybe they trade their pick and bring in a you know a, a yeah, big yeah. name player. They, I just need to. I don't see them right now as really being a contender for the for the chip. Like you know what I mean? I just don't. Right, right. I don't see. Oh well, yeah, no. Right, right now, and and I don't think. I don't think there's any way in hell they enter the season looking like they are right now. Although yeah, I, I do don't think, think they're they a solid team right now. But by the time they enter the season, depending on what the move is, if they just kind of hang tight and pick up a couple guys and then make their draft pick, I still see them, though, behind – I don't see them behind the Clippers. I'll give them the third seed. What? Basically, basically, as is the third seed. Yeah, I think no, you forget. No, I think you wild. forget, and I think you forgot. No, I so think you hard. forgot this. <laughs> I, think I think you, you forgot, forgot what this the rest of the that. roster looks like. Think about what the rest of the roster looks like. I, 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 I like. I like their roster five. right now. I like nah. it. Give them a five or six spot. 
yeah, that's reasonable. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I, I just don't think looking at this rest of this roster, like this is not that team that had all these, uh, you know, former all-stars coming off the bench. Like we talking Kavon Looney and Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins hey, and Marquise I, Chris and Damian. Lee. I, like, I want to know why, why y'all don't feel Draymond is the same Draymond. Because he hasn't been. Look at his numbers. But, but he's, he hasn't been playing with this guy. Like his, his yeah, before he, hasn't yeah, been for him to do what he does. I'm talking about, yeah. I'm talking about prior to Kevin Durant leaving, he hasn't been the, 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 his normal. And he's only getting older, right? You know what I'm saying? His, his game wasn't predicated on, you know, explosiveness or, or anything like that. So just I've seen his game and his numbers decline, which makes, I mean, you know, he's, he's getting older, you know, he, they, they, they played a ton of minutes, you know what I mean? So Draymond Green is not going to get, Draymond Green is not going to get better. You know what I mean? How many seasons he been in? Uh, I don't know. We can yeah. look that up. I personally think, He's fine. I mean, I don't think he'll be an all-star again just because part of the reason he was an all-star because he was on this team that was winning and had just won a chip. But yeah, I don't think I, I just think the main problem, the only thing I've really seen in his game and heard about his game is that his jump shot was struggling, which is fine. Like I think he's gonna come. I you think they will move him? I think uh, they will. I think they would if they had the right the, I think guy. he can be a, I think he can be in a deal. That's why I said I want to see what they do because you move him for Giannis. Smart. If you get Giannis or, or Sabonis, you move anybody for Giannis. You, you move you Steph Curry Sabonis. for Giannis. You stop it right now. But uh, <laughs> but Draymond, I think Draymond's going to be fine. I think he's going to be fine. I just think he he, he that's he needs his squad. You know what I mean? Like he's not he, – he can put up numbers, but he has to do it in the flow of that offense. He's not the yeah. guy that's going to go out and, you know. Now, right. but the, the, the one reason I like him so much, though, is Pascal is kind of that guy. Like he's going out putting the ball on the floor. He'll put, he's big, strong, but he's really kind of like a wing. And I, would trade, and I would trade – I would trade Draymond and and give Eric Pascal those minutes because he's turning into a younger, better version of Draymond Green. That's what I'm saying. Like if you you know I, I'm I'm looking at it the Bill Belichick way. We're like, okay, he's not getting any younger. He's not going to get yeah, better. Trade him before. before trade him too early before it's later. What I but I'm thinking you you put him at the uh, you put Pascal at the three. I mean, see, I'm a little higher on Wiggins than obviously someone else in this conversation. Then everybody in the but entire you NBA. Stop it. That's that's, why, that's why he's on his that's like fourth untrue. team in in three years or whatever but, it is. But if you have Pascal at the three, and then because he's really not a four, and then you have Draymond yeah. at the four, and Pascal, that's kind of like a nice. And then Clay, that's a really nice defensive team to cover up the fact that Stephen Curry can't guard me, and yeah. um, like that's that's pretty nasty to me. I would do that and have Wiggins come off the bench. The very solid, very but high right now you need player, to, but right Andrew now, Wiggins. But right now you need to start Andrew Wiggins. With your current roster, he needs to – He I'm looking at the rest of the talent on the roster, he has to start. Who's – who's? you know, look, that's that's what I'm saying. They have to – You can't play got, Clay at the two. You can put Clay at the two. Uh, You would have – so, right, you would have Steph, Clay, Draymond, Pascal, and – you need a five. And Who Wiggins. Is, uh, Looney. Looney. But I wouldn't – if I had – I, I wouldn't start Loon depending on the matchup. You know, if, if we're just saying regular season, small, I was I would start Wiggins over. It. Yeah, I mean, small ball yeah. it and go. Uh, Draymond's, Draymond's five. played the five plenty of times before, so talent wise, Wiggins is your well, is your is your starter. You know, and that, like that roster with, 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 a, with Pascal Pascal at the four. No, 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 no. So uh, Steph Clay, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pascal. So Steph Clay, Draymond Pascal, and Wiggins. That's a very nice defensive team, I'll say that. But yeah. but 
struggle with some good athletic uh, yeah. men. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's and why that they, leaves- got, they got some moves to make because they have some, uh, you know, they got some holes that they have to fill, yeah. I think. They I need just- some sort of bench. So where, yeah. do you, where do y'all think Giannis ends up, though, for, I, as far as free agency? I think Giannis, I think Giannis ends up in Milwaukee. I think he stays there. You think he signs the max? Where do you think he's going? He wants to win, man. He wants to. Win. I think he's. I think it would be smart for him to stay in the East. So I, I, I guess Miami, where everybody, everybody said. Well, oh, I could see him going to Miami, because I think he also, in order for him to win, he needs to get better. That's the thing. Wherever he goes, I think. I think if he's, he's the guy. Like the same way Jimmy looks good in Miami, I think Giannis would look significantly better in Miami, just so that just because of that locker room, that mentality they got there, and knowing yeah. how he plays, and his mindset, his mentality, yeah. I feel That's like he fit in. If he goes to Miami or the Warriors, he doesn't have to get better, because he doesn't have to take the, he doesn't have to take True. the big shots. You know I what think I'm saying? If he go right, that that's so, what I was about to say. I said wherever he goes, if he's the guy. It doesn't matter. He's yeah. it's on him. He has to get better. I think the only way that I see him winning um, as the player that he currently is is if he goes to a team where he's not the guy. If right. he's joining Le- LeBron or Steph or Jimmy Butler or somebody like that, then okay, he can go somewhere and win next year. But I, yeah. unless he's unless he's going to a situation like that, I don't see him winning because he got a lot of holes that he need to fill that he has that, to get that, better. That, that's why I don't think he's staying in Milwaukee because who's going to go to Milwaukee? Uh, to be that guy. So, yeah, I don't. You're right. They would have to make a trade. I mean, they 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 would have to make a trade and and like what, they really make Chris some. Paul, Chris Paul to Milwaukee. They were talking about Chris Paul going getting traded to Milwaukee because from everything that I've been hearing, for Middleton uh, or will Middleton stay? Oh, they they wouldn't do that for Middleton. It would be for somebody. I don't know how draft picks or something like that. Plus, Chris Paul has a terrible contract, so. Uh, in reality, it would be the the gift of you taking on his contract, right? Yeah. So they, I've been bummer. hearing that Chris Paul could get traded to the Knicks or to Milwaukee. Um, there was another team that we've been hearing about that, that him possibly getting traded to. So that's a – but Milwaukee is a real possibility. And, and that makes them better for sure. And obviously his pedigree would up that team for sure. But it still yeah. doesn't put him over the top because uh. assu- assuming everyone's healthy, Miami's not going anywhere – I love Boston, but then you've got uh, – I'm sorry, if that squad is going up against a team with Kyrie and KD that is also a good team in the Nets, no one's taking out KD. I, I don't think – Kyrie's health KD, is, is sus. Huh? To me. Yeah, it does. Kyrie's knees. Like, it's super sus. Everything. Kyrie's, like, made a glass at this point almost. And so is KD, if we being honest. Yeah. That's a, that's no, it, it depends on health for sure. Yeah. But, but if that team is healthy – Good luck, because KD yeah. again. So we, we, you know, and I forget sometimes too how good he was, dude. He was un offensively, no one stopped. You know, you know what I want to pay attention to in free because there's not a lot of big free agents this year. So November 18th, when free agency starts, there's not going to be this. We're you know, it feels like the last couple of off seasons, it's just been these blockbuster, at least one blockbuster move. There won't be that. Like Anthony Davis is the biggest free agent, and he's not going anywhere. So what we what I think we're going to have to pay attention to is like, you know, with Kyrie coming back healthy, they're going to move Spencer Dimwitty. Spencer Dimwitty is underrated. Like, oh, absolutely. So yeah. where he goes is going to be dope. I would love for him to come to L.A. Um, you're, hearing o- gonna, you're hearing they're going to move him. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I would love for him to come to L.A. Um, because he he's a start. He's a starting 
he's a starting guard, and with Kyrie coming back healthy, that's not gonna it's not gonna work. It's not gonna make sense. They're they're you know they're the same position. Um, so I see I see them moving Spencer for another piece that that can fit. So that'll be a smart move for them. Well, We'll trade him an excellent scoring, underrated shooting guard named Andrew Wiggins straight up. No, they don't want that. They, they don't straight want up. That. Straight they'll take, up. They'll take a box of Gatorade before they do that. Straight uh, up. So, also, Drew Holiday, right? Where he goes is going to be important because that could be key. And, and, and that could be key for the Clippers. I think if I'm the Clippers, I'm looking more less at Rondo and more at trying to get Drew Holiday or Spencer Dinwiddie. If the Clippers can get, that'll be that. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. There's a lot of buzz about the Warriors wanting Holiday. Any team that want that wants to get over the hump needs to want Drew Holiday. That guy yeah. might be the most underrated basketball player. Yeah, there is. Yeah, He's unreal. And. Especially because I don't think he gives a fuck if he starts or not either. I mean, maybe he does, but if yeah. you take him as your sixth man, and on a winning roster, I think he would be like, "Let's go." Like, I'm there. If he came to the Lakers or Clippers, I feel like he'd be like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be Rondo." If Rondo leaves, he could definitely come in and be a better version of Rondo. And then Victor Oladipo, um, it's going to be key if he if if they end up moving him or he goes somewhere. That'll be because he's a because Victor Oladipo is off the radar because he plays in Indiana. And we don't realize that, like, he's he is. He's a, he's a better Paul better Paul George. Like, you know what I mean? That, that type of role. It's funny because yeah. I don't hear anybody talking about this guy, but I don't even think he's the best player on his own team because I think Sabonis is the best player on that Pacers squad who was just who – no no, who no one even seems to know was just an all-star. Sabonis, Sabonis is an all-star. he is an all-star. I, I, he's not better than Victor. Like, Victor is, is severely underrated because he's, he's one, been injured – and two, he plays in yeah, on, on a play wet team. He just came off that ACL. Yeah, he yeah, and, yeah. He came back in the bubble. He wasn't even going to play in the bubble because of of him coming off that injury, and they were kind of just like, "What's the point?" But uh, if Victor Victor on a Victor on a winning team on a on a solid team can be that LeBron Dwayne Wade in Miami vibe. Like I don't think people realize that. Like he just has no, been in excellent. the middle of nowhere. Like he's excellent. He's, he's excellent. Legit. But I, I I do think unfortunately, and I think a lot of teams. They're scared. They're scared of the injury. Yeah, yeah. He's also like made of glass, kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, so that that'll be iffy. Um, the the other thing that we I think we skipped over before we go to rapid fire and get out of here. Um, the NBA in in doing this new uh kind of construct of how they're going to do this season. Um, they're going to a, a MLB style uh, format where there is there is no bubble. So in order to avoid you know dealing with the COVID stuff and having to sit people out. They're going to an MLB style where they're going to play series like every week, right? So like if the Lakers are playing the Hawks, they go to Atlanta and they play Monday and then they play Wednesday and then they play Friday and they, and they play their season series. Oh, that's, that's what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah, because there's not a bubble. They want to they wanna lessen travel and lessen exposure for possible positive COVID tests. Um, do you think that's going to work or how do you feel about the, the them adopting the major league baseball route of like playing series during throughout the season? Man, I think, I mean, it's new. This is my first hearing of that. I mean, that's yeah. interesting, but I mean, if anybody can pull it off, it's the NBA. Yeah. The way I see it. NBA yeah. is like super progressive when it comes to this, you know, yeah. the, they, they, they the ones who are doing the groundbreaking stuff. So right. I think even though MLB did it first, yeah. I think if NBA do it, they make, they do it better. Right, right. Because MLB had hella cases come up with yeah. COVID and players acting out and you know coming back infecting the whole locker room. But yeah, I think I think I think that'll be a good move. 
Yeah, I like it. I like the idea. It lessens well, travel. It, it it makes the uh you know it, it it's less harsh on the players, less exposure. Um, and you get those. You you probably can get more rapid games where you can get the. You might even maybe do a back to back when you do Monday, Tuesday, and then maybe they. So they they're playing the series like so the Lakers are playing Atlanta. And then they're done playing Atlanta for they're the rest done. of the year. Right, right. So there, so so that way there's not a constant travel because they're not doing a bubble. They're trying to just lessen uh, exposure and travel as much as they can. So because they know that it's not going to be like the bubble. They had no cases, right? They know it's not yeah. going to be like that because they can't keep them confined. Um, and they, you see the NFL with people having to sit out. You see that obviously, like we just said, baseball has had a lot of issues. So they're trying to uh, prep for that, and and the the. MLB series style um, play is something that they're going to do. They're smart. They're very smart guys, but they'll say that it's for COVID, but you know why they're going to do that? Because they just lost so much freaking money. Every sport's losing money. Yeah. It'll save a lot of money when you can just go to a city and just stay there, play two or three games instead of going boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know, they got to catch up. Yeah. But yeah, it's smart. It's smart. And the NBA does everything best. So yeah. Yeah. Yup. So that'll be dope. Um, okay, let's get out of here on this. Speaking of the COVID uh, situation, uh, you know, they've been having a lot of players go on the COVID reserve list. Um, and if you know anything, if you play fantasy, you know, because you'll, you'll randomly have a player just not be active because he caught COVID. Um, ben Roethlisberger was the latest add to the COVID uh, reserve list. He got put on there today. Um, and so – it also depends like fantasy wise, like it doesn't necessarily, if you have a player that goes on the COVID reserve list, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to play. Um, it depends on when they get put on that list. So it's a five day quarantine thing. They get tested every day for five days in order for them to be clear from the list. They have to be negative all five days. And then on the sixth day uh, or on game day or whatever, they have to obviously be negative. Um, so Ben Roethlisberger is on that list. Um, so that can affect people's lineups and stuff like that. So uh, just pay attention to that. Um, and then another COVID thing on the COVID front, LSU versus Bama and Texas A&M versus Tennessee was postponed and canceled um, due, to, due to COVID. Um, so we see it everywhere where college football is dealing with it. Um, and I think the NBA with the series thing is trying to avoid doing that stuff. They also said that they're going to play 72 games. Um, but most people think they're not going to, each team is not going to play 72 games because they're trying to build in the COVID postponements and cancellations and stuff like that. So I guess the idea that, you know, is to hopefully get to somewhere close to 70 games or 60, you know, um, actually played like 60 something games actually played um because they know guys are going to miss you know you're going to see a lot more guys being out and missing games similar to baseball and football with the COVID thing so that'll be uh that'll be interesting to see um okay Vernon Strayhorn thank you so much for joining the show today bro uh can you tell the people where they can follow and support anything that you got going on and coming up soon everything that you can follow me on is my first and last name, Vernon Strayhorn. V-E-R-N-O-N, last name, S-T-R-A-Y-H-O-R-N. That's a lot, but Vernon Strayhorn. Yeah, dope, dope, dope. Uh, Okay, I'm at JoeConnor33 everywhere. Be sure to like and subscribe to the YouTube page um, and make sure that you put on notifications so you know when we are, uh, when we drop in the video. Um, Also, uh, for any ladies that are watching, 
Uh, my fiance has started a store. It's called Zarzar Galore. Go there, check out. She's selling wigs. She's selling hats. She's selling jewelry. Uh, you can get it for great prices. Go check it out. It's ZarzarGalore.com um, for any ladies or dudes who want to, um, you know, body girl wig for Christmas. So that's that. Yes, at JT Harker for everything, music stuff. Uh, got new music coming up. Um, I think we just, we haven't picked a date yet, but in December we're, we're dropping the next single. So I'm pumped about that. Dope. And uh, let's see, they're going to get this show. They're getting the show tomorrow. So Thursday at Pasea Hotel, I'm playing an acoustic show opening for Sam Grow, who yeah, plays with our Sam boy, Grow. Alex Seller. And our other boy, Joe Davini, will be playing with me. And our girl, Acorn, Alexandria Acorn, will be there as well. It's going to be dope. That's going to be dope. I'm going to try to get up there for that, too. So. It should be uh, fun. Yeah, that's going to be dope. I got uh, Okay. Oh, really? Oh, dope. Here we go. Um, all right. This has been another episode of Backstage First Podcast. Until next time, be safe and be great. Peace. Backstage Sports.